Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of The Blue Yorker, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, and once again, my co-host and good friend Cody will not be here today because he is on the beach in Tel Aviv or Jerusalem, I don't know, somewhere in Israel. He's having a great time, but he'll be back for our next episode. But he did have a very important message for the listeners and for Ranger fans after Game 4, so I'm going to send that over to Cody's video right now. What's up, everyone? So... This time I come to you from beautiful Jerusalem. Check out these views. Gorgeous, gorgeous. So what did I say? Don't let these boys back in this series. Well, guess what? It's 2-2 now. Canes are on the ropes here. We got to capitalize this shit and steal one away. That's the big thing here. We got to steal game five. Going to be huge. And you know what? I like our chances. Two out of three. We have Igor, they don't, all freaking day. So here's the thing. First of all, Truba, you beautiful piece of man. Great fucking hit on Max Domi. Second of all, Frankie V, baby. He's coming out party yesterday. Great game from him. Copper had a good game. I thought Foxy had a good game. I thought Mika had a good game. I would love to see some more from Panarin uh, in Kreider as well. Lindgren had an amazing game. Lindgren... And silky mitts Woo. but here's the thing so we're going into the game on Thursday tied 2-2 against a really good Carolina team they're going to be at home it's going to be loud we need to get them rattled so we need to keep playing physical we need to keep using our four check and keep testing Ranta. And you know what? If they want to put Freddie Anderson in their cold in a 2-2 series at home, which is probably the biggest game for them of the season because it could be the turning point of the series, by all means, by all means, give us Freddie. I, I, don't, I don't care. We just need to keep doing our thing, lock down Ajo, try and win some face-offs. The more face-offs we win, the better we're going to be, the more puck possession we'll have, and keep playing physical. Truba laying out Domi yesterday is exactly what we need. Those type of things. Just keep playing physical and keep playing clean, though. And don't take dumb penalties. And we're coming away from this thing. And we're destined to play Tampa and send those motherfuckers home, too. So I like our chances right now. I like our chances. And you know what? I put a bet on the Rangers to win the whole thing in December. I think we were like plus 2600 or something like that and i still like our fucking chances so all we got to do is play our game okay the kids are playing great gg has woken up igor has woken up okay igor has has been absolutely electric he just needs to keep doing his thing and i like our chances and you know what they say they say tampa's hot right now well we're getting hot, too, and they better look out. Let's go Rangers, baby. Another nice message from Cody from the Holy Land. 
And I do want to say we have a great interview today with Avery Zaretsky from Barstool Sports. Going to talk about game four and preview game five. And also hear about his cool stories with Wayne Gretzky and the rivalry that he's built up with Paul Bissonnette, a.k.a. Biz Nasty. So I really think you guys are going to enjoy that. I don't really want to take up too much time in this intro because I do talk a lot with Avery. But honestly, I'm so proud of this Rangers team. I went on a rant last night after game four just talking about how Truba stepped up, how Foxy played great, Lindgren stepped up and has been the X factor all playoffs long when he's been in the lineup. Andrew Kopp continues to produce and be a huge trade deadline acquisition. And Igor is finally up to Igor standards. I mean, the guy is now literally showing why he was voted as a Hart Trophy finalist. I think he's been the difference maker in this series. He's been incredible. And I think game five is the game that Igor goes in and steals. I said Rangers in six before the series even started. And I'm sticking to it. I still think they do win it in six. And simply because we have Igor Shosturkin and they don't. I do have a feeling that Carolina will start Freddie Anderson simply just to shake things up. I mean, he's also been their guy all year long. I find it hard to believe that they won't go back to him, um, obviously, depending on how he looks in morning skate. But I will not be surprised if the Hurricanes do go with Freddie Anderson over Auntie Ranta. And if they do, kudos to Ranta, man. Literally tip my cap. That guy has been incredible all playoffs and all series long. Um, I think he really made a name for himself. Once again, he's been a, he's been a solid NHL goalie. Uh, for his whole career, but I think this playoffs really kind of, you know, showed what he was made of. And I know he had some family stuff going on, so good to see him find some success. But either way, I think tonight's going to be a great game. Really excited to see the outcome. If the Rangers don't win it, I'm confident that they went on home ice in game six and send this thing to game seven. But, but I really do think that this one ends Saturday night in the Rangers' favor. But with that being said, I do want to send it over to my good friend, Avery Zaretsky. Hope you guys enjoy. Very happy to welcome on a recurring guest and a very good friend of the show. Someone I think I've become very close with, uh, the face of the Ranger fans, I would say, or AKA Rangers guy now. Is that what you go by? But uh, yeah, I without guess. further ado, Avery Zaretsky. What's going on, dude? John, Johnny, we're friends now. You know, you, you call us friends. We're, yeah. we're good friends. I saw you with Stella. It, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're at this point where we're good friends now. So um, it's it's great to be on this show. I love this show. Any chance, like I say, always say any chance I get to talk about the Rangers is great. I guess I am the Rangers guy now. I mean, the mm-hmm. number 99, the greatest player to ever play called me the Rangers guy. So I guess I got to I guess I got to be that guy. now. I think after what you've done to biz in the postseason, he might want a picture with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wore my jersey on national television. So I'd <laughs> listen. Wayne did? I, no, no. Are oh, you talking about Wayne? Yeah, sorry, oh, Wayne. Yeah. Wayne might want to picture with you. Biz. Yeah, who knows? I mean, <laughs> listen, we have a, we have a picture together already, and I'm sure there will be more in the future. All right. Well, let me ask you the most important question that I've been dying to ask you. Yep. Do you consider yourself a hero? For what? <laughs> for for the comeback, the three one series comeback. I'm no hero, but uh, <laughs> listen, it, it, it's the team. It's the team. I, I do. I do like the same like ritual. Like I'm a pretty superstitious guy. I have, I have a couple things that I do before the game and like what I wear, I, I wear the same outfit. I do wash it for people who mm-hmm. are wondering, I, I wash my clothes, but, um, I wear the same outfit to every home game. And, uh, the only I've been to every home game so far. And the only game I missed is the one we lost, which was game one. So, uh, no, I don't call myself a hero, <laughs> but uh, every game I've been to, they've won. So, well, no, I'm not a hero. Speaking of superstitions, I know there's a lot of Ranger fans that are that way. I'm not one of them, but uh, our mutual friend, our boy, AJ Castiglia, I've gotten to like two games with him now. 
And I think he's still sitting in the same shorts for the last like three weeks. I don't think he's washed them either. He's disgusting. <laughs> that that's pretty disgusting. But that guy doesn't lose at the guard yeah. either. So whatever. Listen, whatever works. I, I I'll never bash somebody's superstition because I, the way I operate is that mm-hmm. the the Rangers won't play well if I don't do certain things the day of the game. I know it sounds sick, and it's probably you know has no impact on how they're playing, but <laughs> in my mind, it's, it's how it's always going to be. And it'll never change. So no, I'm I, sure people can resonate with that uh, who are listening for sure. I think it makes perfect sense. I, I think that Foxy knows what uh, underwear or t-shirt you're wearing when he's out there on the power play, you know, if he exactly. knows that you're switching it up, like he's not going to shoot the puck. Exactly. No doubt. But uh, let's go into the team a little bit because, you know, it's been two completely different series as far as round one and round two go our vibe after game four and round one was what the fuck is going on. And now it's like, Holy shit, we're going to go to the Eastern conference finals. So uh, let's talk about game four, which was what's today. Today is going to be Thursday that you're listening to this. So it was Tuesday night. The Rangers had a huge response after not being able to score very many goals in the first three games. What do you think was the biggest difference in game four and what player to you stood out the most? Cause I have one in mind that we might actually align with. Okay, so I mean, first of all, the the way this team has been playing overall has been fantastic. Ever since they 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 got over the hump and won the Pittsburgh series, I think they feel like they can do anything. I didn't even think the games in Carolina were that bad. Obviously, mm-hmm. they didn't win, but they've played much better in their building than they have in our building. So I'm confident going into Game Five, Game Four from the jump, they look great. I think uh, very similar to Game One. They played two very good periods in the third period. They kind of let off a little bit and Gallant was like, stop watching the game. Mm -hmm. And they kind of gave him a reality check. But at the end of the day, that's going to happen. You know, you're not going to get three great periods against Carolina. They're going to give you that little push that with the surge, they call it or whatever, but (laughs) it's going to, it's, it's going to happen. So as long as you weather and don't give them high quality scoring chances, I always say, Igor will always make the first save. It's the second save that uh, uh, the second shots that you can't allow to happen. And they've been, they've, they've been doing a very good job of limiting those. So I, I'm really happy. And, and my guy, uh, I'm, I'm going to say it, Alexi Lafreniere. I mean, he's just, he is fucking unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I love the way he's playing. You know, that's music to my ears, right? Yeah. I, yeah. That he's playing the body. He, he's not just like being, you know, he's not scared to go into the corners. He's skating. Well, He's doing the right things with the puck. He's not stick handling too much. He's shooting a lot. Like it's a totally different player than what we've seen. Uh, so from the earlier stages of the season, he's so much more confident. And now that he's got a couple playoff games under his belt, he's, he's looked unbelievable. And I, I and hit him and Keandre are my two guys for the whole playoffs that have, I've been wowed by because you have all these questions about the young kids going in and they've given us no reason to doubt them at all. He kind of looked like Kenny Wu out there last night. That little spin <laughs> on the breakaway. I was, yeah. I was, oh my God, if he scored that goal, I would have went nuts. If he scored that goal, the garden would have exploded. Yeah. I mean, it did explode in anyways and Vetrano mm-hmm. scored, you know, anytime you get the first goal. But to do it like that and for a guy like him, I was really hoping he put that in. But at the end of the day, all that matters is a W is next to your name uh, after the clock at zero. Well, I want to ask you about Truba because he was the guy that stood out to me the most, not only because that big hit, but also because his puck decisions. I mean, I think Ranger fans have kind of been hard on him throughout the first two rounds just with his like decision making because he's, let's be real, he's had a lot of turn- turnovers, but so have a lot of the Rangers. But I think defensively speaking, Truba, for the most part, aside from like Nemeth, as good as Truba has been defensively, when he has the puck, he just kind of looks like he's 
fumble fucking it and trying to get rid of it and not necessarily making the right decisions. But, um, you know, what have you thought of his play? And I guess just his leadership in general, because he's a guy that needs to, you know, be one of the top leaders on our team in a big game like that. And I thought he stepped up. Yeah. Going into the playoffs, him and Truba, him and uh, Miller have logged the most minutes of any pairing in the NHL together. So, you know, that they were comfortable uh, the playoffs, obviously, are different speed, a little different type of game. So they might have gotten a little too comfortable together. And I think that's where a lot of the issues came at first. But I think they're finally starting to really grow into the, the playoff role. And I think Trubas look great in this series. You know, he has a couple fumbles, but uh, for the most part, he's great with the puck and, he, and he's aware and he knows when to jump in the play. And he feels confident now with Keandre back there that if he makes a mistake, Keandre is going to be able to skate back and help him out on defense, which is exactly what's been happening so far. So uh, obviously it's easy to get hard on guys like Panarin and Truba, but those are the guys that they're trying. Carolina is doing everything in their possible way to lock down because of how good they were in the regular season. So mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you got to give them props where, where where they when they make the right plays. Obviously, New York is going to get on when they make bad <laughs> plays, right? You know, it, it doesn't matter any one play, bad play you make in the playoffs. You're gonna it's going to seem like you've been doing it all year, but in reality, Truba and Panarin have both all always been exceptional players for us. So I I, I have no doubts about them, and like you said, Truba was great. Well, that's something I want to ask you too, because, you know, I feel like for the most part, you're, you're similar to me where you're a positive mindsetted fan, whereas we've seen this postseason and I'll get into the biz stuff in a bit, but you know, we've seen this postseason, a lot of Ranger fans and just hockey fans in general, just like kind of ragging on their guys. But I like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not disappointed with how our best players have played. I mean, you know, obviously it took them a bit to wake up and, and maybe, you know, Panarin's not what Panarin was in the regular season. But as far as we've seen from this team, as opposed to like that 2012 to 2014, our best players have performed and like produced. Do you not agree? Yeah, I, I, I alluded to it a little bit just there. I'm, you know, there's a different focus in the playoffs. Carolina is putting all their pressure on Panarin. Whereas like in the regular season, it's more of a five on five style game where they're not double covering Panarin. You know, they, they, they got to take care of different priorities. But now it's like all the focus is on Panarin because, you know, if he makes that one play, playoff games are one, two goal games at most in the Eastern Conference. So it's like all it takes is for Panarin to make that one play and that could cost you the game. So they, they, they're more locked in on him than they are in the regular season. Uh, there was a lot of pressure in the first four games. I think they really stepped it up towards the end of the Pittsburgh series and they've played very well in this series especially like the guys like Mika Kreider who through four games weren't playing that great and now the, I mean they're they're carrying the series Mika's biggest goal of the game I think uh on Tuesday night so that third goal yeah that was huge yeah without a doubt mm-hmm. and do you think the Rangers right now like I- I've been telling people too like Obviously, going in, I think we were all kind of scared of Carolina, and they were definitely the underdog. And I don't want to say that they're the favorite right now, but I really think all the momentum in this series has shifted in their favor. And we're at the point where, like, if Freddie Anderson starts, if he doesn't start, Rant is in net, I don't care. Like, we, like the little, like, I know I've been preaching on it, like, we have Igor and you don't, but like, we're at the point where I'm not afraid to really play anyone besides, like, I can't lie and say I'm not afraid of the Avalanche. They're going to fucking, they're so good. Like, the Avalanche are fucking amazing. But as far as Eastern Conference goes, 
yeah, I mean, you just, you got to get there. And uh, the Rangers have been proving everybody wrong at every stage, you know, Pittsburgh going into that series, everybody said it was the Rangers and for uh, through the first two games, Ben Mintz told me their odds jumped from like 1600 to 2700 to win the Stanley cup, like after two games, which is like the craziest thing ever. And then everyone's like, Oh, they're too young, this and that, but they, they, they've proven everybody wrong every step of the way at, at the beginning, I was feeling like, you know, maybe this isn't it, maybe this isn't it. And then they would just come back and win uh-huh. hockey games. And now I'm just like, I have no doubt. Like if they go down to nothing, it's like, well, we've been here before. They've done this. We went down to nothing in the series. And I'm like, I don't know, like <laughs> they'll probably win the next two games. You know, yeah. it's just like when, when all year have they proven to us that they're just not going to do it. They have this, they, they finished second in comeback wins in the NHL this year. You know, mm-hmm. at the, at this point, nothing is crazy to me. So if they go on and win this series, who they could be Tampa, they could be Colorado. Who says they can at this point? It's all about how teams match up. And I think they have a lot more scoring than they have in previous years. Their defense looks great. The young kids are playing well. And they have, you know, the number, I think the number one goalie in the NHL still to this day. Like, uh, you know, he's our guy. That was my next question because I know there was a lot of arguing a couple months ago between Igor versus Vasilevsky, and, and you can't deny now like what Vasilevsky's done in these playoffs. Like that last round was just like pure fucking insanity what he did to Florida. So I mean, obviously, you know, we're both on the side where we're like we'll take Igor over anyone, but I mean, man, like if it's Tampa versus the Rangers, let's let's look ahead a little bit here. If it's Rangers versus Tampa in the Eastern Conference Final, there's got to be another bet between you and Whitney about who wins that series. No. Yeah, we actually talked about it last night. <laughs> I hopped on the stream and they were getting me going about Vasilevsky, but it's easy to say Vasilevsky. I mean, he obviously has a track rec- track record. Igor's a Igor's a new guy, but I I'll stand by it throughout the whole way. If you put Igor on that team, I think he does the same exact thing. Look at the goals uh, saved above yep. average, you know, for Igor. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, almost ten more than the Lightning. The Lightning play better defense than the Rangers. They have better forwards that play better defense than the Rangers. So it's like, yeah, maybe game four against Florida, Vasilevsky stole the game. But in general, they block a lot more shots than the Rangers. They, you know, he doesn't see as many shots as Igor. So at the end of the day, you know, has Vasilevsky been great? Yes. I never said he's a bad goalie. I think him and Igor are the two most elite goalies in the league right now. But who's to say that if Igor wasn't on that team, he wouldn't be doing the same stuff. I, I, I'm I'm firm believer on that, that I think uh, Igor is just on that level. I mean, he, I think he proved it in game four. The, he made that that first save that he made going from mm-hmm. right to left falling down. Uh, that could have changed the course of the entire game if that puck goes in the net to one nothing Carolina from the start. So. I mean, Igor, he's world class. And I think uh, I'll stand by it, you know, till the day I die that that's that's what that's our number one guy. And he's the number one league. And just to explain, like what you referred to there, the goal saved above expected. Like, that's obviously a huge stat that's around the NHL in, in uh, regards to goaltenders. And yeah. right now I'm just going to I'm just going to read the stat out. Uh, Vasilevsky leads goalies with an 11.0 goal saved above expected. And then actually it's Mike Smith who's second, which makes no fucking sense. But he's got 10.1, then Ottinger at 10.1, and then Igor has eight right now. And like essentially what that means for the people who don't know is like, you know, goal saved above expected is essentially what you think it would be. Guy has a good scoring chance, greatest scoring chance. The goalie stops it. Usually it should be a goal, but in this case, 
the goalie uh, steps up and saves it. So Igor has, you know, eight of them. But man, I, I mean, we're going back to rally. Game five, two two series. I, I really think that they win this game on the road. They steal it and and end this thing Saturday night. I mean, what do you expect going into game five on the road? And like, what do you think necessarily the key to the game is? Or I guess what are you looking for most out of their performance? Yeah, I think well, first of all, confidence is all in New York right now. I think mm-hmm. they know going into this game, they have a chance to bring it back to MSG up three two. They're gonna give it everything. They're gonna get I know <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get it. They're going to give it everything they got uh, to, uh, tonight. You'll be listening to mm-hmm. it. So tonight, I'm, I'm super thrilled for that. And I think the keys to winning, uh, get on the board early. That's always the number one thing when you're on the road is get on the board early. And if you're not going to get on the board early, you got to just play the same game you've played all year. I think that's what they've really stuck to. They haven't really changed much. And just get pucks on that, whether it's Ronta or, you know, whoever whoever's in that. Mm-hmm. for Carolina just put pucks on net anything can happen it's the playoffs pucks bounce in weird ways just get keep it on net just play hard you know don't let the don't let them bring the game to you bring the game to them that's it I want to make a crazy prediction and I want to get your prediction but we're not done we're not wrapping up yet but okay. my crazy prediction for game five is that it goes to overtime and Lafreniere wins it that'd be insane dude. that'd be so fun I'm dying for him to score an overtime goal dying that's all I want to see yeah, wow. That'd be crazy. That's also not a real prediction. That's just like my out-of-the-box, like, bold prediction for Game 5. I do think it's going to go to overtime. I, I feel another overtime game in this series, in Carolina especially, but I really do feel that. I just don't know, obviously. Man, as cool it is, as cool as it is, I hate overtime. Like, I think oh, of, like, long-term, I think of, like, long-term, like, health effects yeah. for myself. <laughs> not uh, the players. You know, I, I want to I live long. Yeah but I care so much about this team. And like, if I, if I had like a, like a whoop band or like the things <laughs> that like monitor your BPM, uh-huh. it would be like bad to show like the, the company would be like, we can't sponsor you or whatever, because it would be, it would be so bad. Like health wise, <laughs> they would uh-huh. not want to promote that at all. So I, I'm not hoping for overtime. If it happens, it happens. That'd be insane uh, for Lafreniere to get that for him. But um, no, I'm going to say three to two, Rangers win Carolina and Igor just stops a flurry of just an insane amount of shots with the goalie pulled at the end. Wow. I mean, we're due for one of those, one of those like heart aching, like, you know, last two minutes, just fully stressful. Uh, you're just, you're bouncing. That. Yeah. You're just bouncing from the clock mm-hmm. to the, to the game clock to the game. You're like, when's it going to end? You know, yeah, we haven't had one of those yet in the playoffs. No. Nope. Um, so I guess just, uh, you know, two last things to wrap it up here. I just got to ask you, I mean, strictly just because your content's awesome. Obviously, anyone who follows you or doesn't follow you definitely should because you do a lot of the cool things for Barstool, which I didn't even mention that you work for Barstool, by the way, but um, anyone who knows you knows that. So you got to talk about meeting Wayne Gretzky, hanging out at his house. Like, I think any Ranger fan or any hockey fan in general just wants to hear about that. Because I was telling you, I was texting you when I was listening to it. I was like, damn, you guys are all so giddy. It's so funny. Yeah, it was. it was like you kind of that that's a pitch yourself moment for sure yeah. nobody nobody ever expects to you know meet him al- yet alone hang out with him for five hours when it's just like you and five other people in a room with him so it's just it was a surreal moment and um it's something i'll never forget uh you know biz thank thanks to biz for set, you know setting us up with wayne and 
you know, he wasn't even there. He spent so much time with him. He's like, you guys go hang out with him type no of thing, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. But um, his boys, uh, Ty and Trevor are the best. They are, they're so cool. And they kind of, you know, were, were cool about us hanging out with them and, and, and Wayne. And it, it was such a good time. He, and when people ask me, I say this one thing and I'll, and I'll hold true. Like, people always say like, never meet your heroes. He's the exact opposite. Like the Wayne Gretzky is the nicest guy. And it's crazy. Everybody I tell, you know, there'll be like three or four people who have a story with Wayne and are like, yeah, we could say the same thing. You know, he stopped and signed autographs for us. He personalized, you know, this on his Jersey, you know, for us, it's, he is just the nicest guy ever. And, um, and I'm truly grateful for that moment. And hopefully there'll be a couple more down the road. You know, especially if Rangers play Tampa, because TNT will be on site uh, if that happens. So they'll, they'll be in New York. Yeah, that'd be sick. I also want to go down to Tampa if they do play each other. For I was saying today, actually, in the in the local deli in my town, I saw the guy behind the counter wearing a Ranger shirt, Ranger hat. I was like, hey, man, we should just go to Tampa because I honestly, I think the flights plus the tickets to the game down in Tampa might equal the ticket for a game at MSG. Yeah. <laughs> may as well make a trip of it <laughs> yeah with, without a doubt and it's like that's the best thing about like the playoffs and everything like you get like people coming out of the woodwork that you didn't know were ranger fans that, that you know support the team and they're wearing their hats and it's just like the city's got a different vibe to it mm-hmm. and you're like you're you're high-fiving people on your way to work and it's just like <laughs> it, it's just a different vibe that that you missed you know these past five six years and it's finally back and how could you not be excited about this team? Even if they, you know, you know, somehow, some way don't make it out of this round. Um, you just got to be proud at this point. They made it over the hump as such a young team. And uh, I'm just excited for this future. And who knows, they could go on a, they could go on a run here, Johnny. I, I feel com- more than confident than ever. Uh, the first round was a little interesting, but now it's just like, what can't they do type thing? I mean, literally piggybacking off that, I don't know if it's because like where we are in life, but this season has felt way more fun than like any other season that I've been up, even the cup run in like 2014. I think maybe it's because I I think the world is just different. And like, I I don't know about you, but I feel like I've met so many Ranger fans and like just made so many friends like along the way, as as cheesy as it sounds, we've got the friends we made along the way, you know, (laughs) it's like, absolutely dude. Absolutely. And it's just like all these comeback wins. It's like, instead of being up, and losing games you're down and you're yeah. like thinking you're going to lose. And then all this excitement comes like the Lindgren goal when he scored with like whatever point uh, the two Buffalo or two game? seconds left. Yeah. Just like I was supposed these, to like, be there. <laughs> I missed it. I was in um, San Francisco. No, where was I? I was somewhere with foreplay mm-hmm. and we had just gotten to the Uber after we got off her flight and I'm like screaming in the Uber and the guy's like, <laughs> what, what? And I'm like, freaking out yeah we beat I, buffalo I, oh, in november yeah yeah i know dude crazy yeah just like you're right this season feels a lot different and um we're a little older now than we were in 2014 so you know we could do more we could drink and celebrate and meet drinking. new people <laughs> yeah it's crazy people like it's been crazy like the the notoriety that i've gotten recently um and like people will be like, yo, let me buy a beer, let me buy a beer. And I'm like, I don't drink during games. Like, yeah, it sounds like I sound like such a loser, but like, yeah. I, it's just like, it's something that I, I'll drink, I'll drink a thousand beers after the game with you guys. Mm-hmm. I promise. I just like, I don't drink during games. It's just like a thing that I, I just can't do it. And people, some people can, 
God willing to them, they, they let them do, let them do it. Whatever works for you. I just can't do it, Johnny. I can't do it. Well, I guess the uh, invite to Mustang Harry's before the game's out the window. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll come and, you know, drink water. And then after we can go out and party, that's, 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 that's how I am. That's always, yeah. I've always been. And um, it's kind of worked out for me. So. All right. Well, now I, now I know next time when I, when I text you, Hey, I got you with Stella. Where are you? I'll meet up with you. You know, I know. I know. Better. I'm sorry. No, also, no, no, I'm so, I'm, uh, listen, I'm just fine with you. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about like uh, my social handle, or whatever, whoever wants to hang out during the game. I'm always down to come up and, and meet up after an intermission and just talk and talk about the Rangers. Like I said, this is like my favorite thing to do in the world. Mm. As much as I like doing the production stuff here, I, I love to talk about the Rangers. It's my life. Yeah, dude, honestly, Going to Madison Square Garden for a Rangers game, like Saturday night, you'll experience it. That's the best pregame ever. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I had so much fun going out after the game. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. How could you not? You know, yeah. It's like you, you go in at seven o'clock and you get out at 9 30, 10 o'clock the latest. And in you the got a whole night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, if they win. Yeah, of course. I mean, I was just going to say, like, Saturday night, game six. So they're up three to two and they win at home. I'm so, I'm going to be in Chicago. So I'm pissed that I'm like missing it, but that's going to be like the fucking. Most fun Saturday night in New York City in a long time. I need it, bro. I need it. I need. I need this run to keep going. I need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely not ready for it to end. But uh, last thing before I let you go here, just for anyone who hasn't really been following, because it's been so funny, just the back and forth. But you gotta tell everyone how like everything with Biz kind of started, because I, I think there's some people who like understand that he's kind of like you know leaning into it a little bit just to like get a rise out of Ranger fans. But I feel like there's also this actual built up animosity between the two of you. I think, you know, the whole Fugazi thing with Ranger fans is just him trying to like, you know, poke fun, but the two of you, I mean, there's some real arguments there. Yeah. We talked about it before the playoffs started. And then I was like, you know, Grinelli, like, I don't know if there's really a chance like the Rangers will play Boston. Like where's this like, you know, the, where are we going to build like a rivalry between like, the Rangers and whoever, because like we had like the Bruins and the Islanders, yep. Frankie, and it's like the Islanders aren't in it. So we're like, where's, where's their rivalry? And it's like, well, he's like, well, biz hates the Rangers. I think biz is just going to plan out and like an all out attack. Like I think he's <laughs> just, he's just ready to do it. And uh, I think after the first game or whatever biz said on the podcast, he's like, if the Rangers lose, we should just be able to throw Avery in the Hudson river. And I was like, well, I was like, well, that just can't happen. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. need to, we need to go the other way with something. So Grinelli called me and was like, you got to come up with something. And I said the Jersey idea originally, and he was like, no. He well, said, wasn't no. the first idea like something with like $100 or something like that? Oh, he'd have to like play guitar yeah. in New York City until he got $100. And Wit like gave a stupid answer. He's like, <laughs> he was like, I just give him 100 bucks. He's like, well, you're no fun. <laughs> so i was like all right we'll do the jersey thing he was like no i'm not gonna do it so a couple games pass he comes to new york still don't work out a deal then wit came to new york for game three was it game three or was game three or f- it was game three or four when we were in pittsburgh and uh yeah no it was game four we were down two to one there's game four he came to new york and he called Biz while they were on the TNT broadcast. He's like, Biz, like, we got to work out a deal. He's like, just just wear the jersey. And then we finally worked it out over FaceTime. And this was down two to one. I, I agreed to this deal. And um, 
And then they went down three to one. And everyone's like, you're going in the Hudson River. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to the Hudson River. Like, we'll see what happens. And then Rangers obviously won and ended up working out. And then uh, the other night he wore it on TNT, did like a really cool bit about it. So you could say a lot of bad things about Biz. And I know he's like doing this to stir up content. And um, I fucking he's, actually, he's actually grown a big hate for the Rangers. But mm-hmm. uh for him to pay up a bet like that and go look, go a little above and beyond and do the extra stuff to, you know, mention my dad, my grandpa, my uncle, mm-hmm. that was really cool. So um, I appreciated that, but we still hate him right now. He's, <laughs> he's rooting for the wrong team, but I think he said that he's going to jump on the Rangers bandwagon. If uh, <laughs> Oh no, he said that he would jump on the Rangers bandwagon if they got Patrick Kane in the off season. So we end up we might end up liking this at the end of this year so we'll see he he is he's probably the most hated man in new york right now he's got to come to a game with the garden he's gotta yeah well yeah if they uh if they play tampa he'll be he'll be here for sure mm-hmm. that'll be so much fun but um avery before i do let you go you know obviously i do want you to plug your stuff and uh it's always so much fun talking to you man and i actually want to ask you one favor because cody's not here because he's in tel aviv right now he booked this trip nine months ago didn't think they'd get here so I want you to chirp him. Give, give me your best thing. Just like shit on Cody for like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's such a nice guy, though. I, I know. He's know so nice. <laughs> he's like the nicest guy ever. Um, <laughs> Cody, you're an idiot. Don't ever, book, <laughs> don't ever book anything around this time of year ever. I would never book a trip around this time. And that's like and that's being that's me being nice, Cody. All right. Yeah. I would say yeah. me either. I'm flying to Chicago during game five tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's tough, Johnny. That's yeah, tough. I fucked up. I fucked up. I I clear my schedule, especially like uh, how long did you, how long ago did you book this? I booked Chicago. it last week. No, I booked it last week. Oh, I, I, I I mean, I was planning on being there for like to watch the games. Like, I want to have a viewing party in Chicago for Game Six on Saturday night. But I didn't think I didn't think it'd be Thursday night. Like, I'm literally flying at seven o'clock on the dot Thursday, so I'm missing. I mean, hopefully they have a TV with the game on, but I don't know what I'm gonna do. Wow. Yeah, I fucked up big time. That's bad. That's <laughs> yeah, really bad. I'm like going time. through my head. I'm like, I could never do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to be All a right. phony tomorrow. Um, Whatever works for you, Johnny. Yeah. Wait, did you plug yourself? Uh, oh, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah. It's at Avery Zaretsky on all platforms. If the Rangers do win this series, uh, I don't want to go that far ahead. I was going to say predict the Tampa series, but that might be looking too far ahead. It is. I, I don't, I, I'm not a look ahead guy. Yeah. I'll say one game at a time. I, yeah, one game at a time. You win tonight, and then you uh, take care of business at home. How could they not take care of business game six? Mm-hmm. We just got to focus on tonight. Just do do everything right. There, Carolina is so due for a loss at home. We have to we have to do it. All right, I'll give you this instead. Who's your team MVP so far, aside from Igor? He's a quiet MVP, but um, I'm going to say Andrew Kopp. Mm, that's a good one. He's almost, a point of, he's almost a point a game in yeah. the playoffs. Five goals, five uh, assists, 11 games. Yeah. Playing yeah. great. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with the way he's played. Like, it's a lot of pressure to come into a new environment uh, during the trade deadline, and he's uh, exceeded expectations. And he's, um, he, he, he's a big game player. He scored – he obviously scored a big goal in game four, and I think he's going to continue to – to step up to the occasion for us. I know he wants that big contract and I think he's going to get, he's definitely going to get it. Also, he hasn't played a lot of games, but Tyler Mott, I mean, this guy, 
what else could you ask from this guy? He's, he's the perfect, I think, per, like I'm ready to sign him to like a seven year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, he's a perfect 200 foot player. He's got the speed. He's got the, he'll go into any corner and get any puck. He can penalty kill. That's the most important thing is, um, uh, you know, knock on wood, don't want to jinx anything. Carolina mm-hmm. hasn't scored a power play goal in the series. So yeah. it's like, and it's like season can, two, it's in like seven straight games. Yeah. It's like, you can thank, you know, Andrew Kopp and Tyler Mott for that. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled with the deadline additions. Vitrano's obviously been a little on the downtrend, but he scored a big goal mm-hmm. in game four. So mm-hmm. that's it. All right, man. Well, it's always fun to talk to you. I appreciate you stopping by. And uh, if we get to Tampa, you know, you're coming back on again. So. Absolutely. Johnny, you know, I'll come on anytime. I always say this to talk Rangers. And like I said, uh, at Avery Zaretsky on all channels, hit me up. If you're at a game, you want to meet up, grab a water at intermission. (laughs) Um, Yeah. A little sippy cup and uh, chat about the Rangers. I'm always down. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. All right. I want to thank my good friend Avery Zaretsky once again for hopping on the show. If you're not following him yet on Instagram and Twitter, go check out his stuff. He does an awesome job at Barstool Sports. Huge game tonight. I think the Rangers do go in and steal it in Carolina and come back home and finish it off. Unfortunately, like I said in the interview with Avery, I am going to be flying during the game tonight, so I'm hoping I can find a way to watch it, but... Man, I really hope when I land in Chicago that I see a Rangers win. That'd be so nice. And then Saturday night, the big night in New York City. They haven't announced a time for the game yet, but it is confirmed that it's going to be a night game. They're going to say the time of the game tonight after the conclusion of the Oilers and Flames game. So my guess would be 7 o'clock, but who knows if uh, if the Oilers do win and close out that series, it could be like an 8.30 national game. So definitely keep your eyes and ears locked in on that. The next time you hear from us will be after Memorial Day. We're going to post our episode on Tuesday morning. Cody will be back from Israel then, and I'll be back from Chicago. So we're going to record Monday night, hopefully not after Game 7. Hopefully they close it out in 6. But if they do go Game 7, Cody and I are going to record Monday night after Game 7. So stay tuned for Tuesday morning. I want to thank you guys so much once again for listening. It's so much fun just to hear all the people that have listened and tuned in and you know, the people that continue to reach out and uh, support us. So we're super thankful for it. I love you guys. Hopefully the Rangers win tonight and close it out on Saturday. Let's go Rangers. Talk to you Tuesday. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.